Hello, and welcome to the AI Casting Call podcast. This is a podcast where we take classic films and ponder who would be casting them if they were to be remade now. Or we will take more recent films and discuss who could have played the roles if the film had been made in decades gone by. To get these casting suggestions, we will put it to our AI overlords. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be joined by my fellow film enthusiast, Rich. This episode, we're going to talk about the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Richard O'Brien's 1975 cult classic. But we're going to do things a little bit differently today, and we've got Katie joining us, so there will be the three of us. Today, we're going to talk about Rocky Horror Picture Show, the... 1975 film that Richard O'Brien wrote, who some people may know as the guy from The Crystal Maze. Certainly that's where I know him from. I don't actually know much about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's not a film I have seen. And so we've brought in our Rocky Horror Picture fan, Katie. Say hello, Katie. Hi. So I'm going to still be your host for this episode. I'm going to say who was in the role in the 75 version, and I will give the casting choices to Katie and Rich, and they will discuss who they think would be the better one for the role, and I will take a backseat role in this episode. Let's get going with the first character that is given us, which is Dr. Frank Inferter. In the original, he was played by the legendary Tim Curry in all of his garb, that uh, the stockings and suspenders and whatnot. I think it was the film that made him, wasn't it? Yeah, it was his first big role. But he'd been in the stage show. So before it became the film, Richard O'Brien had written the stage show back in 1973. And that's where it came from. And Tim Curry had starred in that which is why he was part of the film in the first place. And there's a lot of that, as goes through the film, the people who were originally in the stage show transferred over. Okay. You learn something new every day. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought it was the film first and then the stage show. (laughs) No, no. You see, I I learned two things here. One, Tim Curry was in the stage show. And two, there was a stage show. (laughs) show, Yeah, Yeah. before before the film. (laughs) Well, no, just in general, there was a stage show. Didn't know that. (laughs) Really? Really? Yeah. That's how I got into Rocky Horror was through the stage show. No, didn't know that. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. They're actually showing it down in Cornwall, I think, at the minute. I was going to go and watch it, but having that time... It is, it is an amazing show, although to be fair, the reason I got into Rocky Horror was actually the Glee episode from 2010, <laughs> as I am ashamed to admit. But since then, I've watched it in every version that's been available. And obviously, we are skimming over the 2016 remake that was done. There was a 2016 was a remake? remake? Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah, with the likes of like Christiana Miliani. There were some big names. Adam Levine was in it. Hang on a minute. What, stage show or film? No, film. Uh, sorry, not Adam Levine, Adam Lambert, who currently fronts Queen, was Eddie in it. Uh, Tim Curry played the criminologist, so the narrator, in, in the remake. But you, yeah, they, they did a remake in 2016. I have no idea that that existed. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. But yes, it, it does exist. It is oh, blimey. Well, we learned something else today. <laughs> and we're remaking it again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the two suggestions the two suggestions that is given us are 
somewhat interesting. So the first is Lady Gaga. <laughs> what, as Frank and Fair? Yeah, as Frank and Fair. <laughs> and the second one, slightly controversial, Ezra Miller. <laughs> now, they've had lots of problems lately, so I don't know whether Ezra is the ideal choice, but Lady Gaga could be. Lady Gaga would, would be, be amazing. <laughs> she, she would until a certain point in the film, but because the whole point of, of, of Frankenfurter is he is the transsexual Transylvanian. And yeah. although Lady Gaga would be great, I think you would lose something of the Frankenfurter because it's this whole thing about creating a man with Rocky and, and what have you. So uh, I, I could see her being good in it, but I don't think that it would fit. Yeah, she would be. She would be really good, and but yeah, the whole transsexual thing is yeah, it's, she's completely wrong for for that part of the film. <laughs> well, well, yeah, that's it. And as you head towards the end, I just I don't know how they would how yeah, they no. would deal with that. So no, but I I don't think Ezra Miller would be a I good mean, choice either. I'm I'm really not quite sure who would be a good Rocky. I mean, Tim Curry's so iconic in that role. I did ask uh, ChatGPT for another suggestion. It has given someone who absolutely has all the chops to do, you know, mm-hmm. he would just be great. Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. Okay. Now, if you don't know who Neil Patrick Harris is, he is Barney from How I Met Your Mother. He was Doogie Howser. He, you know, he's done a lot on stage. He's done a lot on TV. He was in Netflix's Lemony Snicket. I, I think... Yeah, he could be a good replacement to, from Ezra. Yeah, I think he would be great because he's really good in Doctor Horrible as well, and he can sing and dance. He, I think he would be. I think he would be a really good choice. But he's also done the stage show. He's been the narrator as well. So I yeah, okay. I think he would be yeah. a good choice. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with Neil then. Thank you, thank you. The next suggest or the next character, sorry, is Janet Weiss. Weiss, Weiss, Weiss. Weiss? Weiss. Oh, one of the three. <laughs> one of the three. In, in the original film, she was played by Susan Sarandon, who, you know, I mean, if you don't know who Susan Sarandon is, I mean, where have you been? Yeah. <laughs> she, she's been in lots of things. I saw her recently in Thelma and Louise, which I hadn't seen before, and our local cinema was showing up. A great film. It is. It was good. It was, it was. So, yeah, Susan Sarandon played Janet in the original mm-hmm. And the two suggestions that it's given us are Emma Stone and Lily James. Ooh. Emma Stone, she was in... Easy A. Cruella. Cruella. Uh, yeah, Easy A. Uh, La La, 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 La Land. Land. Yeah. I think, All sorts. I think out of the two already, she would be perfect. Uh, see, I'd go Emma Stone because she's got... Yeah, that's what I mean. Edge. That's oh, what yeah. I mean. That's what I mean. Emma Stone would be yeah. absolutely perfect. I love Lily James. But she's too cutesy, yes. and 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 Emma Stone has definitely got that dark side about her, the naughty side about her, yeah. and and the cute side as well. She's got it all. I think she's yeah, bang on, bang on the nail there. I think. Yeah, with, with Janet's development through the film, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Emma yeah. Stone all day long. And and when she goes in for a role like in Cruella, she absolutely goes for it as well, mm. and she has the best time. And I think she would absolutely love making this film. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Sorry, Lily, you didn't even go along. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. As much as I do, I I do love Lily James, but yeah, no. As soon as you said Emma Stone, I was just like, yes. 
That seems to have been the easiest casting decision <laughs> yeah, we've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, she's perfect, though. She really is. Yeah, yeah, she really is. Okay, I guess move on then. Uh, next, we've got Brad Majors, played by Barry Bostwick in the original. Now, I only actually know Barry Bostwick from one thing, and that's Spin City, yeah. the <laughs> Michael J. Fox sitcom <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. set in the New York mayor's office. You used to love that series. It was brilliant. Tell a lie, he appeared in one episode of Scrubs. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And that's because nearly everyone that was in Spin City played a role in Scrubs at some point. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't I don't really know who he is. Neither do I outside of Spin City. <laughs> As I've never seen that. It's, yeah. I, I mean, he's done loads of stuff, but, yeah, nothing that I've really watched. Well, we're going to replace him anyway. So the two suggestions that we've got are Zac Efron, and Taryn Edgerton. Personally, Taryn, because I've got Zach in mind elsewhere. But <laughs> I think Taryn's so multi-talented. You know, he embodies Elton John in Rocket Man. But then, you know, he, he's he's a chameleon actor, isn't yeah, he? He's like he, you know, like he is Eddie the Eagle. He is yes. Elton John, and you actually believe that he is these people. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Exit, I think he Kingsman. would. Yeah. I think he would be really great as Brad because he, he can sing and do stuff as well. So, you know, he's a pretty good all-round entertainer. I think he could do the straight-laced part, you know, from the start. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then again, just like Janet with the development of it. But I think, yeah, he'd, I think he'd fit well with that. And I think he'd work quite well with Emma Stone. I think they're kind of, you know, similar ages. It wouldn't be. Yeah, I think they'd be a really good couple together as well. AI says, as part of that suggestion, with his experience in musical films like Rocket Man, Taron Egerton could bring a youthful and yeah. endearing yeah, portrayal to Brad Majors. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. I think he's good. So there we go, Taron and Emma. Yeah, this is going to be the <laughs> easiest casting ever. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> it does seem like it. Moving swiftly on, the next character is Riff Raff. Now, Riff Raff was played by the writer of the film and stage play, so it seems, Richard O'Brien, who, as I mentioned, is known mostly in the UK for hosting The Crystal Maze, which ran in the 90s, which is basically the only thing I've ever seen him in. I only ever know him as Richard from The Crystal Maze or Rob 3000, as he was in The Crystal Maze book. I mean, he's done so much voiceover work in films. So much. Yeah, he gets about a bit, doesn't he? And mm. most of the time, you don't even realise that he's that he's there. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Oh, he was in Dark City as well. He was really good in that film. Yeah. Oh, that rings a bell. But I haven't seen the film. Very underrated. And for all the kids, Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb. It's a kids. Well, I think it's okay. a kids. But he's appeared in literally every incarnation of Rocky Horror ever in one role or another, whether he's riffraff, whether he's the narrator, whether he, he's always got something to do with it. Yeah. Well, of course he would. It's, it's his baby, isn't it? If I if I wrote a successful film like that and there were remakes and stage productions <laughs> or whatever, I'd be like, yeah, I want some involvement because, yeah. you know, ka-ching. Anyway, the two suggestions that we have to, re- sadly, replace Richard O'Brien are Bill Skarsgård, and Evan Peters. Now, Skarsgård was Pennywise in the It remakes. I think he mm. was amazing as Pennywise. Just hang on a minute, you don't do terrifying. horror films. Hang on, hang on. You don't do horror films. You did It. <laughs> I did It. I did It too as well. I also did A Quiet Place. 
I quite quite a place. It's not really a horror film. No, it's more of a sci-fi film. Yeah. But yeah, but I'm some. I'm surprised you did it actually. It was very good. Yeah. Evan Peters this is the other suggestion. He was Quicksilver in the X-Men films, not Quicksilver in the MCU. Although he <laughs> appeared in One Division. <laughs> anyway, Evan Peters is uh, Quicksilver in the X-Men films. So we have Evan Peters and we have Bill Skarsgård for the role of Riff Raff. I think Bill Skarsgård would be a better choice. Yeah, agreed. Because he's he's got that weird, crazy eye face that Richard O'Brien kind of has. Yeah. yeah, Evan Peters is a really good actor, but he hasn't got the, the craziness about him for for Riff Raff because Riff Raff is quite a, a crazy-ish character and he's quite, I don't know, he seems a bit menacing in a few scenes as well and I think Bill Skarsgård would probably handle that a lot better mm. I think, what as you, think you say, you? the kind of creepiness and the... Yeah You say about the crazy eyes, you know in It when Pennywise is going to open his mouth and eat someone and his eyes yeah. go out and it's like really weird Yeah, yeah Bill Skarsgård actually does that that's not a vi- that's not a visual effect. He can just do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, that's what I mean. He's like he, he's got proper crazy eyes. <laughs> I like the synergy as well that he was Pennywise, and then you go back. Tim Curry was the Pennywise for me. Yeah, I loved uh, it in Chapter Two, but I was almost surprised that Bill Skarsgård wasn't a suggestion for Frank and Furter because you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> continue the tradition of replacing Tim Curry with Bill Skarsgård. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that would make a nice link to the yeah. two as well. I think that would be really cool. So, yeah, I'm going to go Bill Skarsgård. Same. As he could bring a dark and enigmatic energy to the role of Riff Raff. <laughs> yeah. That'd be good. That said, I mean, Evan Peters was in American Horror Story. Oh, God, yeah. He's, you know, and he played Jeffrey Dahmer in the Netflix series, and he's creepy as hell in that. But, I, yeah, when I, I'm, I'm visioning Bill Skarsgård for, for Riff Raff. I think there's a different Riff Raff's kind of aura and, and his character in, in Rocky Horror going from the handyman through to obviously what happens yeah. in the end with, with the return and, and everything. I think that Evan Peters, he's creepy because he's like Damer and what have you, but I don't know if he could do the switch. Well yeah, no. From no. It, so. uh, yeah, I, I would picture Bill Skarsgård doing it. Okay, we'll go with him then. Yeah. Okay, next up. This is going very quickly. We have Magenta, a domestic, according to IMDb. She's the maid, officially. <laughs> yeah, she's the maid, yeah. Wow, okay. She's also Riff Raff's sister. Oh, okay. She, yeah, she is Riff Raff's sister. Yeah. She's played in the original by Patricia Quinn. I have no idea who she is. An Irish actress. Looking at her IMDb, there's... I mean, literally nothing I've seen her in. So she is a complete unknown to me. It's like Doctor Who and the Bill Minder. Yeah, which, funnily enough, never watched. Yeah. But not the old Doctor Who. I watched the newer Doctor Who. Yeah. So who are we going to cast for that? Your choices are Tilda Swinton and Rooney Mara. Ooh, Tilda Swinton. (laughs) Okay. See, oh no, that's tough for me. Tilda, mm. I suppose, yeah, because she would compliment Bill Skarsgård. I mean, she really, she really would. Yeah. She would, I suppose. And we have to pretend to believe that they are the siblings from Transylvania. Yeah, 
But Rooney Mara, I see, mm, I don't know, probably Tilda Swinton, but yeah, I think that's a tougher choice for me. Or, I don't know, I mean, I think another wild guest after her performance at Glastonbury last week with Sparks, I think Kate Blanchett would be a really good choice as well, because she did some yeah. crazy dancing and stuff like that. She, she would be quite fun to watch. And I know that she would probably go like, you know, hell for leather with the performance as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think like Tilda Swinton's got that that weird look about her as well, hasn't she? And I think she would definitely compliment Riff Raff. If you wanted to go really left field, though, Helena Bonham Carter, because she is insane again. She is. She is. <laughs> in, in a good way. In a good way. She really yeah. brings something. And Magenta is the, you know... Oh, God, yeah, I, I would love that, to be fair. She's one of my favourite actresses. I would absolutely love that. So sorry, chat GPT, but we've thrown another one in there. But, um... <laughs> yeah. That's right, we've done that before. <laughs> yeah. But I could see I could see her in that role. Yeah. So we're going for Bellatrix then? Yeah, Helena Bonham Carter. Okay. Well, I guess we'll ditch those suggestions. And Helena Bonham Carter, <laughs> it is then. Next, we have Columbia. Mm-hmm. The groupie. Sure. A groupie. Oh, yes, it says on IMDb, a groupie. And Eddie's lover as well, who will come to, I'm sure, at some point. I've got somebody in my mind for Eddie already, and I think he would be absolutely amazing. <laughs> okay. I'll have the suggestions ready, and then you can give me that, and we'll see whether your mind works in the same way as AI's. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably not. Right. Columbia, played by Nell Campbell. Again, no idea who she is. Sorry, Nell. <laughs> she's an Australian actress, but she's another one of the original stage alumni who transferred into the film. So she's uh, she's credited as Little Nell, I think, in a lot of, of stuff. But yeah. Yes, she is credited as that. She's an Australian musical star as well. Okay. But yeah, she did the play. Now, the two suggestions that it's given, I suspect, could be controversial. In your your opinions, probably. Ariana Grande and Emma Watson. I don't like either of those. <laughs> now, Ariana Grande is actually currently filming the Wicked films. So there is a little bit of a musical film about her, although we don't know how good that's going to be yet. And obviously Emma Watson, Hermione Granger, was also in Beauty and the Beast, so has also done musical film. Can Can I just say something? I don't really even know who Ariana Grande is, and I don't know what she looks like. She's. A, <laughs> I mean, she's a singer. She's a singer, not an actress. Yeah, I know she's a singer, but that's all I know. Yeah, well, that's all. That's pretty much all you need to know because she's not an actress. She was in Don't Look Up. Yeah, and what did she play in Don't Look Up? Was it a singer? Yeah, it was a singer. She was basically playing herself. I, I've, I've put that film out of my mind. <laughs> but that's kind of Columbia's role, though. She's a groupie, and obviously she has the classic time warp number as her own. Yeah. So, you know, to cast a singer isn't isn't a bad thing. I think Emma Watson's probably a bit too nice and clean cut for this film. Oh, God, yeah. Look at, looking at her picture, I think Ariana Grande would be a perfect choice. Mm. And she can sing better than Emma Watson as well. Yeah, yeah. I'd say. I can't really think of anyone else I'd put in to Columbia's. No. Lady Gaga, suggestion from earlier? Maybe. But she's such a big name. Yeah, because Ariana Grande is just, like, completely unknown. Yeah, but Lady Gaga did... Um... Star is Born. Yes. Yeah. So she did A Star is Born, and I think there she proved that she could do the film and the the powerful songs. And I don't know, I just feel she might be a bit big for Columbia. 
yeah, I think she's too. Yeah, she's too big a star. I exactly. think Ariana Grande would be a better, a much better choice. No disrespect to Ariana, and she's huge, and she's got her fan base and what have you. But yeah. clearly, as we've just discovered, we're sitting there going, "Okay, yeah, she'd <laughs> she'd be there." Whereas we all know who Lady Gaga is. Yeah, yeah, we'll go for her then. Yeah, not as controversial as I thought it might have been. No. Okay, next up we've got Rocky Horror. Uh, fun fact, I brought up IMDb before we recorded this, and I said to Rich, oh, there's an actual character called Rocky Horror. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We really need to get you to a Rocky Horror screening. Or... Yeah, we, yeah, it's on Disney+. Plus. You can watch it indoors after this. <laughs> fun fact about the Disney thing. So Rocky Horror was the film that got accepted when Disney bought 20th Century Fox and they started vaulting all of the old stuff. Rocky Horror was given a special dispensation so they could continue with the midnight screenings which carry on now in the States to this day. That's um, amazing. It's so, you know, at least Disney did one thing right there. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Rocky Horror, I bet you're going to have a, an interesting point for the, the guy who played him. Nope, Peter Hamwood. Never heard of him. Did four films. He's currently an antique stealer. Yeah, he's only ah. done four films. <laughs> I guess that would be like if you were looking at the Charlie in the Chocolate... Uh, Willy Wonka's in the Chocolate Factory. The guy or the kid that played Charlie in that film. Literally his only role. If we were recasting that, I'd be like, yeah, so that was so-and-so. And, well, that's it, folks. That's all he did. So he's a bit like that, I guess. Yeah, I think I think he I think he, he fit the gold lame hot pants at the time. And that was it. Yeah, he's pretty buff, isn't he? He, he what, in the film, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he is on his IMDb picture as well. He looks like he'd beat the crap out of me for saying I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a big boy. Hold on to your gold-lined hot pants. The two suggestions are Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet. Oh, man. Bulk him out a bit, and I think Harry Styles would be perfect. Does he have to act? No. No, not really. Not really. Then he might be all right. <laughs> but I, I, I think Harry Styles is quite a good actor, though. He, like, from what I've seen him with, he hasn't been that bad. Did you not watch Don't Worry Darling? I was going to say. I, I did three times and I thought he was great. <laughs> did you watch the same version we did? <laughs> I mean, he was great in Dunkirk because he didn't have to act. <laughs> yeah, he was only in it for five minutes as well. Well, no, he was also a silent character. But Rocky's, Rocky's very young, very uh, kind of immature because he's just been created by Dr. Frankenberger. So I suppose you could get away with him, but I don't see either of those playing that part, if I'm honest. This is where my Zac Efron comes in, because we all know that Zac likes to get his shirt off. He can buff up. Zac Efron would be another really good choice, I think, because he's a pretty boy and he he has buffed up. He, he, has, he has got a nice set of packs on him. And he can sing... And well, I'm mean, at oh, high school music. Yeah, but he can. He can. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just Timothy Chalamet is a bit. I, I watched Call Me by Your Name the other day, and I just I don't know. He seems a bit too n- not as I don't know. Oh, I can't think of the right word. I would have said he seems very softly spoken until I saw the Dune two trailer, and he's actually not very Timothy Chalamet like. No, in that trailer. that trailer looked amazing as well. I, I I would have said he he maybe is a bit too like softly spoken. He's a bit of a quiet actor, but having seen Dune two trailer, he can do it. Yeah, Rocky tends to run around a bit confused for a lot of the time because he doesn't understand. 
I'm sure Timothy could do confused. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he could. I'm sure he could. But you want to go with Zac Efron? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'd with Zac Efron. Out of those. I mean, I suppose back up, if you had to choose one from the chat GPT selection. I would go Harry Styles. Harry, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we mentioned him before, got Eddie next, and Eddie was played in the original film by Meatloaf. Yeah, he made And <laughs> I didn't actually know he was in it. In fact, I've only ever seen Meatloaf in one, two things, the Wayne's World films. Yeah. He was also in Fight Club. Classic film. Haven't seen it. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Up- upcoming episode, seriously. <laughs> yeah, you need well, to watch it. Yeah, we'll you really see. do. We'll see. Fight Club is great. <laughs> Even if you do know the twist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's still worth the walk we'll see yeah. now the two suggestions that we have for Eddie one's a bit on the nose maybe um, the other is just I love it, it's so out there I had a thought in my head that I think Robbie Williams would be really good as Eddie uh... Mr Take That yeah, like he would be really cool, I think he's got like the the cheeky like look about him and like the rock star looks as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. He, he would be, he would be quite cool, but I'm I'm interested to see who. I can um, see Robbie GPT is yeah. Is rock DJ? He is yeah exactly. Robbie Williams DJ persona, yeah yeah that's he, it yeah. He would be really cool. He would. I think he he'd definitely be good at that. Yeah. He could play someone with half a brain. So the two suggestions. First is. Jack Black, oh. who I think is the kind of obvious mm. choice. Not obvious as in, like, oh, that's definitely who we should go for. But, uh, you know, seriously, you know, put a little bit more effort into thinking about this role. Yeah, I mean, Jack, Jack Black's brilliant. You know, he's, yeah. he's in School of Rock and Tenacious D. He's like a proper rock oh, star Super as well Mario as an Mario Brothers, Bowser, the Peaches song. I'm not saying I'm not saying he would be a bad choice. I'm just saying it's a fairly, you know, obvious choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there is a similarity between Meatloaf and, and Jack Black, but yeah, they they are. Yeah, they he are could he could do the songs justice. I think. Yeah. Or his one his one track. Now the other one, Katie, you you may not know who this is. Probably not. <laughs> but go on. Dave Grohl from the oh! Foo Fighters. Oh! Oh yes, I I do know who that is. I do know who that is. Yay! <laughs> I know, I know. Glastonbury was on last week. Seriously. Yeah. Skip. Skip all other suggestions. We're going to go for Dave Paul because oh, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, I can totally see it. I love it. <laughs> I think yeah, that'd make a lot of people happy as well. There's a whole other audience. Open it. It would to. make billions of people happy <laughs> just to see him like. Because when Meatloaf comes in at the entrance, on that big motorbike and stuff, and he and and Dave Grohl on that bike, which is being incredible, just like the whole crowd was just going mental for it. I'd love it. Oh, <laughs> he'd really play that part up as well. I yeah, think. he would. Yeah. He would. <laughs> that's 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 an excellent choice there. I mean, he's not the greatest actor if you've seen Studio Six Six Six, but you know, I think it would be a really good choice for that. You're playing a man with half a brain. It's you know, <laughs> yeah. it's it's not the hardest role to to, to master. No, no, not really. Yeah, even I could master that probably. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I know. I think yeah, that's that's such a great call. Oh. So you're you're recanting your suggestion of Robbie Williams in favour of Dave Grohl. Yes, yeah, Robbie Williams can get in the bin. I want Dave Grohl <laughs> <laughs> all day long, all day long, all day long. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> love Dave Grohl. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, there we go. Take that, Robbie Williams. <laughs> and party. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, thanks. All right, now the next character, as we seem to have landed quite heavily on Dave Grohl, mm-hmm. is the criminologist. Now, in the original, he was played by Charles Gray. I've only ever seen Charles Gray in two things, both of which were Bond films. Yeah, yeah um, the legendary in... uh, Blofeld. Blofeld. Blofeld, Blofeld, same well, actually, he was only Well, he was only <laughs> Blofeld in Diamonds Are Forever. In yeah, You yeah. Only Live Twice, he was one of Bond's aides. Yeah, yeah. Or accomplices, or short-lived accomplices, I guess. He's a great actor, though. Random fact as well, local boy grew up in Queen's Park in Bournemouth. Well, oh, local for yeah. some of us. But yeah, he's a, a Dorset. Oh, nice. Yeah. But he was arguably the biggest name, I think. He was, everyone else in the in the film had either come from the stage show or had only had one or two films to their name prior to joining, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I think whoever you put in this role, although they do appear on screen, it, it's got to be a, a, a big name, I think, for this part. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, the two names that it's given us are not small. Okay. I can tell you that now. <laughs> they are Sirs... Anthony Hopkins and Ian McKellen. Oh, oh! Anthony Hopkins would most definitely be my choice out of those two, even though I love them both. Yeah, I think Anthony Hopkins would be a a better fit for the criminologist role. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They're both really big actors as well, though. It's yeah. You put their names on a film and everybody's going to go and watch it anyway, aren't they? <laughs> I mean... Tell that to Mr. Holmes. But Anthony yeah. Hopkins could have that little sinister bit. And even though the criminologist doesn't really have that, it's but it's just the type of the film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's got that air about him, hasn't yeah. he? Definitely. Oh, that's a t- is a tough choice. Do you want Gandalf telling you the story or, or Hannibal? <sighs> <laughs> which one <laughs> to be to be fair for the creepiness of the film the, yeah, yeah <laughs> like the, I think the you're setting right. and everything i think hannibal would be a better choice <laughs> hannibal Lecter, that's it. <laughs> clearly he doesn't just have to be hannibal Lecter, no, but, no. <laughs> but i think he's he's got that kind of he, he can move his face in such a way i think he, he would be quite good and yeah the bits that he comes in and and interacts with the the play yeah i'm um, I'm, I'm i'm happy for so andy hopkins mm, absolutely ChatGPT says, with regard to Anthony Hopkins, with his commanding presence and rich, authoritative voice, Anthony Hopkins would bring a captivating and mysterious portrayal to the role of the criminologist. His ability yeah, to command it. attention and deliver engaging monologues would make him a strong fit for the character. Yeah, yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah, agreed, definitely. Agreed. That's, that's a good choice there from ChatGPT. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. We'll see whether you think of the next character. Go on. Finally, we are going to recast Dr. Everett Scott, a rival scientist. Played in the original by Jonathan Adams, who you'll be surprised to hear I've never heard of. He was um, another one of the original play alumni. He was the narrator back then. He was the criminologist. 
and then right. switched his role up. But he's also Eddie's uncle, and he is the reason, uh, Eddie is the reason that Dr. Scott turns up at, at the house. And he's also ja- Janet and Brad's teacher. He's the one that they're going off to meet at the beginning yeah. of the film. Yeah. Just to give you some context on who he is. Quite an important Earth. character in the film, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though he's only got a little bit of screen time, he's like, yeah. he is quite one of the, one of the most important central. characters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so the two choices that we've been given are Stanley Tucci and John Lithgow. Um, see, John Lithgow's too old to play. For, for me, he, I just don't think he'd fit right. With the narrator criminologist, you can go for whatever age you want, but... I don't know. I think Everett Scott, that would it'd just be a bit too much. Stanley Tucci, though, I mean... Stanley Tucci, yeah, could be a good choice. Could be. Um, Neither of those is who I pictured, if I'm honest. Let me see whether ChatGPT can give us another couple of suggestions. Yeah. I've got a name written down, but let's see if it comes up with the same. So the two additional names that it's given us are J.K. Simmons who was J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man films, amongst, Mm -hmm. you know, plethora of others. Yeah. And Brian Cranston. Ah, there he is. That's that's my choice. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, Breaking Bad. Walter White from Breaking Bad, and the dad in Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Yeah. I think I could see him with with the beard and and then obviously the, the end of the film. I think he'd be up for that. I think it would be quite a good choice as well. Yeah, I mean, I, that that's who I had pictured in that role. I didn't realise Christopher Biggins was in Rocky Horror. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's another one of the Transylvanians in the party. He's, um, random, random people in there. But... A, a very, very small role, yeah. I, to be fair, when I watched it the other week, I didn't even spot him, and I only realised that he was in it when I looked on IMDb the other day. <laughs> oh, no, he's got, I think he's he's got a nice little pink pink outfit or something like that. His little hat on and everything. I'm going to have to have a rewatch to see if I can spot him. <laughs> but Biggins in it is just, just, you know. He would be a good choice, though, wouldn't he, for the Doctor? What, for Everett Scott? Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, you're keeping the link there from the original. Yeah, he would be re- <laughs> Yeah. He, he knows it. He's obviously down with the the kind of style of the film. And I think he'd love to come back and do it, to be fair. Yeah. I don't think he'd <laughs> really, would you? <laughs> so who would you prefer then, Biggins or Cranston? Oh, Biggins. Oh, yeah, bring back Biggins. Bring back Biggins. <laughs> bring I mean, back Biggins. He would love it. <laughs> he would. He would absolutely love it. And and I really like I like the synergy with, with something from, from the old into the new. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, let's have let's have Biggins back. Let's have Biggins. Excellent. Bring back Biggins. That's our new slogan. Awesome. <laughs> We're gonna get t-shirts made up and everything. <laughs> Excellent. Fair enough. We'll go with Biggins then. Woohoo! Happy days. Amazing. Okay, so let's do our recap then. Okay. So for Dr. Frank Enferta, we've gone with Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. Mm-hmm. For Janet Weiss, we've gone with Emma Stone. Oh, God, A very yes. emphatic Emma Absolutely. Stone. Yeah, the amazing yeah. Emma Stone. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. For Brad Majors, we've got Taron Egerton. Yep. Got the musical chops for that. Riff Raff, we've gone with Bill Skarsgård. Oh, God, yes. Just yeah. Pennywise. Yeah, he, yeah, I'd love that. Uh, Magenta, we've chosen Helena Bonham Carter. Yes. Excellent suggestion from Rick. Columbia is Ariana Grande. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Rocky Horror, we went with Zac Efron. Yeah. yeah. Because Katie wants to see him shirtless. <laughs> He'd be good for the role, what can I say? Yeah, he would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we know, we know. Eddie, we've gone with Dave Grohl. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. The criminologist, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. And finally, Dr. Everett Scott, Christopher Biggins. Yes, what a cast that is. I love it. That's amazing. I mean, if we put this on next week, everyone would be there. Yeah, I would totally go and watch it like every single night if it was on the uh, Sydney World. <laughs> or Odeon. Oh, that's that's such an amazing cast. Yeah, I love it. It is. I think that's one of the best casts we've come up with so far, mm. actually. It's like the most one I'd be excited to go and watch. Yeah. I think even we could drag Scott to watch it with that. I cast. think we I think we probably could. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll I'm not sure we'll if we could do the dressing up, taking the rice with him. I, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> Stockings and suspenders maybe on view too. That's a vision I do not want in my head. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you very much for joining us on this one, Katie. Oh, no worries. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's been good fun. It has. It has been great fun. If you agree with any of those choices or you disagree, let us know in some of the comments on our socials. We are on Instagram at AI Casting Call Pod and we are on Twitter, AI Casting Call. Let us know what you think and we will see you next time. Come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. <laughs>